What's up, guys? You are now listening to the Power Post Game Report. I am always am one of your hosts, Triple D, and across from me, as always, is Carlos D. What's up, world? We made it. We made it to the finale, episode 15, exactly how we planned. Uh, it's been a road. Um, what do you What do you think, man? What did you, before we get in, like, anything you want to say about the series as a whole? It's been a, lo- it's been a long road. Um... They shot to the top. They flamed hot, but they burned out too soon. This last season, actually the last two seasons, really, really been bad. They they couldn't they couldn't sustain it. They couldn't maintain it. I'm very disappointed with the way this series went down the last path. Um, used to like it. I never thought it was like the greatest show on earth. A lot of people have been throwing out this is the greatest show, but I think they can just kind of kind of slow people. I shouldn't say that. That's mean to say. But they haven't watched any good TV if they think this is the greatest show ever. Um, like I said, I used to be a big fan, but they just they lost me with this last, especially this last five. Very disappointed. Um, and but yeah, so I used to love it. Don't love it so much. Um, I'm even torn if I'm even going to watch the spinoffs. What about you? What's your thoughts? You want to give a series overview? The last um, season. What's up? I can kind of, I can kind of agree. Like I could definitely see the appeal. Um, and you know, we've, I've, we've both called out a lot of the, the weirdness and plot holes from here and there. Um, and the, this last five were, were a roller coaster. And yeah, I, I, I wanted to like this last episode. I didn't hate it, but for a series finale, we didn't get a series finale. We got a transition episode. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I understand ending one story while simultaneously setting up another set of stories. But I don't feel like this particular series got a decent ending. Um, it, it really wasn't an ending. It, this was pretty much like you're, you're, you're closing the story of ghost James St. Patrick and, and I'll probably, you know, delve into it a little more once we get to the very end but um you didn't this this was it it was a logical ending to you know the way things played out but there was no real fanfare um it and it could have been more you got you asked for extra episodes you had some hits some misses and you you ended one story while setting up another but this wasn't this wasn't that that I, I I didn't get I don't feel like I got a huge payoff. I knew we were setting up for the spinoff, but this you still need to you know make it make the past six seasons worthwhile in this payoff. And they kind of fell short. Like I feel like they fell short. Um, and I, I it went off the rail. Not necessarily went off the rails quick for me, but like it 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 messed with my taste buds really fast and it made it hard for me to enjoy the the entirety of the episode which was what an hour hour 20 something like that it was extended yeah it was about an hour and 20 i think but uh i'm with you man like i said you you just don't get the payoff you of spending six years watching something and like you don't always you know i understand they're doing transition i understand they're setting up spinoffs but you still need to have a finalization of this particular thing. And I don't think they did a good job of finalizing it. It's a way that you can make the some other characters that are part of the story's journey continue. 
and still give us a satisfying ending to this story. And I don't think right. they did a good job of that. I don't. I think too much of it didn't make any sense. Too much of it, especially in this last season, was way drastically out of the character of the people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then it's like you're looking at a to- like in the final season, you're beating brand new people basically because they're nothing like the people you've known for the previous five seasons. And I can say that for Ghost for sure. The way he was wrapped up, the way they they just the the chose to the, like uh, showcase him in these last, especially these last five episodes, and even the latter part of this season was not ghost like at all. Uh, we Tasha, had like four different ghosts. Exactly, exactly. Tasha was erratic and all over the place, and nothing like she had been um, throughout the throughout the the series leading up to this. Because like while Tasha was never like the kingpin, I, I think she made a lot of smart decisions, and she was. To me, almost on the level of ghosts when it came to being a schemer and making smart decisions. But this last, her final decision that she made was, I didn't understand it at all. And we can talk about that when we get to that particular part of it. Uh, But I think they just did a bad job of keeping the continuity when it comes to these characters and how these characters would act in certain situations. And that kind of turned me off a lot. Yeah. You know what I thought was wild? I don't remember seeing much advertisement for this. Like, um, I, I don't watch a whole lot of TV, but, like, I feel like with everything that's been happening with this show, like, I figured I'd see a bunch of commercials for this. Um, I don't feel like I saw a bunch of uh, stuff from 50, who's usually the show's champion. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if he was just like, let's just get this over so we can get to the next stop or what. But I don't feel like, to the point where I, I honestly questioned whether or not it was coming on the night. Well, this weekend, I should say. There were a few times during the week I was like, the Oscars are tonight. Like, are they going to take another week off? Mm-hmm. Because, like, I don't remember seeing any real advertisement for the final episode. Um, so I don't know if that was just, like, bad on, on Star's part, on the showrunner's part. Um, or if they knew, it's like, you know what? We, we finished it, but... Uh, you know, it it's not it's we they knew it probably wasn't gonna get the the huge reaction that um that they were hoping for, and they were just like, let's just go ahead and release it, and we'll 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 focus on pushing the next stuff. Maybe, um, like I said, I don't know because you know I don't know stars to ever like see a lot of ads or commercials about it, and I also think that power is not as big a show as like a Game of Thrones because I think power is really tied into our culture and if you're not a right. part of like our culture you're not going to really seek it out and people aren't really going to be like it's not going to be all over the trending topics it might be like hot on black twitter or whatever but it's not going to be hot and I, and I shouldn't say that because a lot of time black twitter is what makes twitter popping but mm-hmm. it's not going to be trending like worldwide because I don't think enough people um, are aware, you know are aware of the show is in general and I also don't think because it is on a paid service it's not like on a, on a network TV, a channel where they're so concerned about getting huge ratings, so they spend money on this advertising. You're not going to sign up for stars just to watch a final episode of a show if you haven't been already been a fan of it for the previous months and months that it's been on, because because it's costing you extra to kind of watch it as opposed to if it was the finale of a show that was like on Fox or something, uh, they can kind of promote it heavy to get people to tune in for that particular episode because it doesn't really cost them anything. So uh, you know, other than Fifty, I never really ever see anybody promoting Power anyway. Right. Um, but I also don't watch a lot of TV that's not um, 
I don't watch like a lot of network or regular TV to see commercials. Yeah. Um, so you ready to dive in? Yeah, man. Let's just because you know this might be a long one, so let's get into it. All right. So uh, off the break, we get the return of Burberry Q with with physical proof that he actually does have a daughter. Mm-hmm. I do remember seeing that being a thing on uh on social media. Like he probably doesn't have a kid. He's just using that as an excuse to holler at you. Um, yeah, there there is a physical child in his custody. Um, Tasha's coming over to see him, and it's it's not until a little later, but we might as well kind of speak on it now. We realize where her time frame is picking up, and this is right after uh, Tariq goes to tell Ghost that I'm you were never my father, um, and you know you never did anything for me. Don't touch my mom anymore. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, we get the return of Burberry Q, and he's asking the right questions. Like I'm glad to see he wasn't just uh, a super super thirsty simp. You know what I'm saying? Mm. He's asking the right questions about. You know her involvement with her ex and everything. Um, what do you think about that? Uh, yeah, like I say, he he was making sense. He was asking her about. He seemed to like like borderline obsessed with it. Like a you know, to me, lady come over off the late night. They don't tell the exact time frame, but I guess the daughter was still up, so it shouldn't have been super super late. But um, you know, a woman just knock with your door randomly. When it's after hours, you think is she there for a certain reason? He could have been just desperate to get into that, but he was like concerned about like I, you know, I like you. Showcase that he really had fitness for her. He really want to build something with her because he was like, you know, are you still with your man or are you still having issues with your ex? How can we work it out that you can get free of this dude? And to her, she was only there for one thing, and that was her, you know, to get get that sliding going on. Which wow, uh, two weeks in a row, sex scene. Yeah, we haven't seen one all season. And to right. me, I think this was just like Notori saying goodbye to the fans. Uh, I feel like she hadn't been in the sex scene in a while. I right. think since she had that baby. And I'm not saying they had the, a reason to do it. Because like logically in the storyline, I guess they didn't need to have her have um, a sex scene the last season and a half. Especially after Silver was dead because she didn't really have a love interest. Uh, but right. it was, you know, uh, kudos to her for doing it. At this point in the series, six years in. I'm pretty sure she could probably be like, you know, we don't really need to have any more sex scenes with me in it. I've been, well, been naked on the show a bunch, a bunch of times. It's no big whoop. Um, given, without giving it away too early, but obviously if you're listening, you watched it. Uh, the way the series ended, she ain't going to get another one. So she, I guess, hey, why not get one more in? Because yeah. uh, she ain't going to be one in, in one of those scenes for quite a long time. Indeed. So that, that was like a little treat to the fans. So I, I appreciate her giving back to the people who, <laughs> who made her a star. Because, you know. Say what you uh, want. That's man. that's an attractive woman right there. Indeed, indeed. Um, while all this is going on, uh, we got Tariq with his uh, official do rag. He looked like the, one of the kids on the pack um, <laughs> with the perfectly laid do rag with the extra long flap. Um, I guess giving a tribute to to the RZA and, and Nelly at the same time. Uh, pretty much playing parent in this role. Um, because, like I said, uh, at this point, he's back from seeing his dad. Um, and obviously, she wasn't there when he got home. So, you know, he's doing the parent thing. And in this scene, we see uh, two two interesting things. Um, we see proof of condoms being used, mm-hmm. uh, which I remember that being a big thing that I've heard other podcasts talk about um, in regards to this show and Insecure. Yeah, all, I mean, all shows in general. Yeah. In the time that we've been, like, growing up, 
they they really ever talked about like protection on TV shows. You always just people just randomly out of nowhere just having sex, and they would just be like no stopping and like, oh, did you get a condom? So I like him when they, you know, I mean you can do this stuff without like beating people over the head about having safe sex. Just show the rappers, show that they are using them. I don't know why it's always magnums. I feel like everybody on TV is always I, yeah, wearing magnums. Right. I feel like that was just like, let's just do them justice. You know what I'm saying? So we don't, you know, have them out here looking funny or whatever. Right. Not the, it, it shouldn't matter, but. I, I think uh, also that's internet. like the most iconic, like that gold yeah. package is iconic. So people automatically yeah. know what they are. When if you had like some random Dorex there, they might have been like. Oh, yeah. The internet would have would have would have ran shop on mm -hmm. that. Um, but we, we, we not only see those, but we see a gun. Mm hmm. And um, it, as they say, if if you see a gun, it has to come back into play at some point. If it's not being fired, initially. of course, of course. Um, so we get the conversation between the two of them about uh, her plan. Well, him being a little freaked out that we need to do something about ghosts, which I that's a, one of the biggest hangups I've had about this show is that they refuse to call this man James, um, which I don't know. But uh, her her plan to get him locked up, which I thought was was interesting, to have her give his pl her plan for Tariq to be like that snitching, and right. you, you know we don't snitch, but for her to flip it, not only to say like if you need to get rid of someone, you got to do what you got to do, and to also say that she learned it from Ghost. Mm -hmm. um, what do you think of her her plan? And um, also, I this. Mm, I'm gonna keep that to myself. Go ahead. Okay. I mean, we know ultimately doesn't work. Her idea of getting them locked up for silver. I think it's a smart, smart move. But a problem when you're trying to set somebody up, if it's not like a slam dunk type of thing, they always gonna have be ways to like wiggle out of it. So it's not right. the smartest move for her to try to set them up or just give them evidence because just because she tells, I, I still never understood, and I think the judge even brought it up when they brought it to him. Her knowing with Silver's body does not implicate ghost anything. Yeah, it implicates her. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't. So it doesn't tie ghosts to the body. It doesn't tie ghosts to having any interactions with this guy. You randomly telling them where their body is is like they should be looking at her, not looking at ghosts. But you know, in this world of TV, the cops on this show have very little logic, and they make very little sense. Um, I, I did think it was interesting that Tariq was kind of like, you know, that's not something we should do, or snitching is wrong, or whatever it may be. Because uh, at this point, I think he hadn't really done anything as far as ratting on somebody. Right. He set people up, but he never really went to the police. Right. Um, so maybe his mindset, you know, he want to be an up and coming thug. He's living by the street code. But that snitches, snitching is not just not allowed. So that was kind of respect. Yeah. Um, so we get yet again the announcement that uh, he's going to be running for lieutenant governor. And uh, as you said, the, the plan immediately falls to pieces. And I like the, the realization and just the the logic and reality of the fact that um, yeah, if he gets a background check and they dig into them, they're all going down. Yeah, she's like the first person that even kind of brought that up. Yeah. And to me, I still don't understand how Ghost passed his background check. I feel like they, even though on paper, he only really has been caught up when it comes to like a crime, that one crime. And he was exonerated. It was proved that the, Mar not the marshals, the United States attorney had tried to set him up or frame him, whatever it may be. So I can understand that because he has been very careful or not like getting himself locked up a bunch of times. It's not like he has a history of being repeatedly arrested. Um, and, up, and people know that when he was young, a teenager, he sold dope. So I guess that wasn't a big whoop. And we he has been careful. 
He only been arrested at one time, so maybe he could pass the background check. But I feel like they would get into his finances. How did he get the money to first start Truth? Right. All that kind of stuff. And But, you know, they kind of glossed over that. Right. And it could be very well that they already know the dirt. Um, Scary Mr. Ott was pretty much, he, he reminded me of an Olivia Pope. Where it's just like, I know all your dirt, but this is the where, this is the route we're going, so you don't got to worry about it. Um, we get the, the revisiting of the Tariq being presented with that tape or at least the recording mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, Tommy stabbing uh, Ruiz. And uh, real quick revisiting of the fact that um, Alisa Marie does contact him asking about Tommy, right? Uh, which it gives him time to, to prepare to lie. Not that it mattered. Um, yeah, because she didn't really drop it on him. She gave him kind of a heads up as to what right. the meeting was about. She didn't just like, like, you know, just show up here and then the, the, like the arm would have ambushed him. Right. And I, I glossed over a part, but it was a very good, it was a very, it was a good point. Um, after Tariq leaves, Tasha calls Saks, and he sees it too. And that made me remember that, well, once it got to the end, obviously, I'm glad that this that they didn't share this episode with Saks. He's in it, but, like, we're not following Saks for his, yeah, his last there's day. there's no pivotal, he does um, no role, pivotal role. He's right. the only one of the suspects that didn't get one. And honestly, right. going back to the pause thing, I would have preferred a sax than a pause. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Because um, at least we've known sax for six years. We've been heavily involved. Even though he's a secondary character, we learned a lot about him. He had a lot of shady stuff that he had done. So for him not to get a whole episode, not that I would want a whole episode of him either, but for him to get very little in terms of this episode and pause got basically an entire episode that was right. 80% about her. Is another misstep on on uh, the writers and the creators part of my opinion. Right, like it, I, I couldn't have said it better myself. If anything, you have them share it because literally, literally, it's not until the end where he comes, come, you know, uh, stumbling through that that uh, that back of uh, truth that I even remembered that he was a suspect and that I even remember that he was walking there drunk with a gun. Like I could, I totally forgot and just misuse of time. Right. Um, so we get Tommy and Tariq meeting up a little quick, hilarious scene. Yeah. The, the, uh, only, the, the thing about this is that I think when we saw this from Tommy's point of view, both of us made the comment that Tariq was like a little psychopath because he yeah. was basically setting Tommy on to Elisa Marie and her aunt. But I like to see at the end when, uh, you know, he did have a little bit of heart. He was like, look, don't hurt the little girl. She's just a right. little girl. Right. Please don't try to hurt her. And then Tommy basically told him, look, it ain't no playing nice when it comes to this game. Right. You gave me this information. I got, I'm got. i going to do whatever's best to make sure uh, that we are protected. Now, also, we know Tommy didn't hurt her. But Tariq, that still shows that he is kind of naive in the sense that he was still like, look, you know, don't hurt this little girl, even though he sent a killer yeah. Basically, let a killer know what she was. Right. Um, I, I definitely picked up on that. Um, in my sentiments exactly. I, I did like the little the little part where he's just like, "Fuck." He's like, "Hey, man, like this is serious." It's like, I, "I am serious." I said, "Fuck." Like, come on, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that they found a way to s- sneak in a little bit of humor. Um, in the next scene, we get we get Tariq talking to Dre, and we find out that he does indeed get a gun. Right. He gave him the gun. Um, so like I, I was on the fence about like, well, why wouldn't you just show us that earlier? But this what happened the to things. the gun though? What do you mean? Oh no, shit. He, he that's the same gun that he had in Truth in the episode. Yeah. Shit. Okay, my bad. Yeah. 
I swear, I swear, all these flashbacks and all these recapping the um, same episode for five straight episodes in in different parts is just kind of messing with my mind. I yeah. I think they thought when they had um, proposed this idea that it would be fire, but they didn't really execute it properly, and it just came. It just got to be born rehash because we right. kept seeing the same scenes over and over, and a few times they twisted them or they remixed them, and I liked that because it was kind of showing it from a different perspective. But sometimes they would just literally just kind of give us the same rehash. And it, like in this scene, other than the fact that we learned he actually gets the gun that he asked for, they didn't really do much to remix the scene at all. So it was kind of just kind of padding. Right. Um, and like I, I'm with you on that because I like that, you know, in some of these scenes when they're revisited, you get a little more info. But because they've been playing around with the continuity and the writing, um, they they feel so dramatically different. Uh, which pretty much leads us into the next scene of uh, the gravesite revisiting where Ghost is a complete asshole. Um, he was not in his standalone episode when he meets Tasha at the funeral. Um, like, he's a complete asshole in this scene. And it, it was just like, what are you you're doing it again? Like, you're, you're, you're trying to make sure that by the end of this, we're saying Ghost deserved it. But you've been all over the place with it. And it's it's just not consistent. Um, right. I think like there was even go ahead. No, I'm gonna go ahead. Finish up real quick. I was gonna say there's even a new line in there where he threatens to take the kids. No, he, he did it the first time. Person. No, he didn't say I was I would take them to Albany, but he did say I'll take. He did. What well, was that? A different See, They all run together. I, I remember it was a scene where he told her I will take the kids from you. It's in the, and, in the penthouse. Oh, true. When he choked. It's her. in the penthouse. Not choked when he yanked her up. Yeah, but like this scene, it was like. He's just like, look, I'm I'm moving on. Like he said, I'm sorry. I'm moving on. I passed the background check. You released from the from the uh, marriage mm-hmm. and everything. But this, this one, he was a complete jerk about everything that came out of his mouth. And it's just like, I remember that scene the first time you wrote it, and this is completely different. Like it's completely different. Um, and like he would like the the dig he throws at her before she leaves, like the half smart chicken head <laughs> would have, would that would like, still be in the hood. Like that was funny. (laughs) You're wrong. (laughs) It was funny though. I got that in my notes, man. That was hilarious. (laughs) He said you'll be terrible. But uh, to me, I never thought thought Natasha's half smart until this episode. Then I was like, I see what goes talking about. She is a plump dumb idiot. She didn't make a whole lot of bad decisions. This is, and of course, this is everybody's episodes have been like this is what they were. This is how they react in hail mary situations. Right. Um, well, she and we we saw how we saw how she she ain't built to handle pressure because she she's a dum dum. <laughs> but yeah, it's just he was super insulting in the scene where the first time you see this scene, he's he's polite, like you know he's not happy to see her or anything like that, but like he's way more cordial. Right. Um, so it's like it's a complete one eighty from the previous scene. Okay. Um, speaking of complete one eighties from previous scenes. Uh, the next scene. Oh, this was is, the most remixed scene I've seen of all the ones they remixed. Jump in. Jump this, it, it was just nothing like the original one. Uh, you know, Tommy didn't check her entire place out, looking in every room, make sure exactly. nobody was there when he when he came through the first time. Uh, the scene happened in two different rooms. When Tommy was initially had the gun to her, they were in the kitchen, and this one she was on her knees in the living room. Um, the only thing that was basically the same was when she was like, take care of the kids or look out for the kids. But I feel like all the rest of that was kind of remixed. Uh, all the stuff with the paperwork was different. Um, 
the the dialogue was different. And I know it's supposed to be like from different point of views, but her point of view and his point of view were drastically different. Right. It, this I think this was the final straw coming right off of that uh that gravesite scene where it's just like it's a different show. Like I'm watching a different show. And I think this is that yeah, this was like the, the final straw. And I, I paused it to take my notes and I'm just like I still got like an hour left. And you guys have you guys have already ruined my taste for this episode mm-hmm. because of your your crazy lack of consistency. Um to the point like you said, everything is practically different. Um, even but you like you said the uh the, the scene where she asked him to take care of the kids um that was even different yeah because in there like tommy just leaves he had a whole different monologue and this one he what like about, said a comment to her like what about cash like did you yeah. think about cash he said he had cash exactly he's you a know? he lost his mom it was totally different like why should i take care of your family when you took mine right you know so, so it was just they really remixed that scene heavy oh man and I, like I said, I, I don't understand why they did it because they want to kind of show people from different point of views of how people experience things, but they shouldn't be that drastically different. Like, they don't have to be word for word. Um, they can be little slight things like it was with the pause when, and, and pause took it from pause's point of view. She, she heard Tommy say, I'm going to call the police if you don't get out when he didn't say it from his point of view. So little stuff like that, I, I, I would expect, or if they like tone somebody up or, or anthem up a little bit, but when you totally change the entire scene, then you're not really making a you're not really doing something like a slick art artistic kind of move. You're just really making it so it doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. I the one the one thing I will give this scene is that I was more convinced from her. Acting was much scene. better. Uh, yeah. I was way more convinced that she was scared for her life this time around. Um so Thumbs up to that, but I I hate that it, it came at the expense of continuity mm-hmm. at such a, a heavy continuity cost. Oh man, uh, <laughs> it wore just, you out. This is, man, this episode, it, this whole season just wore me out. It, I'm gonna commend was, you, brother, for sticking to this and of course, us man. keeping the show going because we should have quit. <laughs> we got I we got to see I, you know we had to see these things through mainly because I I fell through on another recap. Series that I was doing, and um, I'm gonna put it out there even now. Like we ain't even at the end. Did you recap Atlanta? That, that's what I was talking <laughs> yeah, about. Okay, I yeah, yeah, to yeah. Name, my know, bad, man. my bad. <laughs> uh, those so, was I like those recaps too, man. You should you should kept those going. I, the thing was, I I stopped. I, like I couldn't keep up with watching Atlanta. Oh, okay. Like I kept missing episodes. Well, you should be able to keep up now because it ain't coming back for another uh, another right. year. Right. But um. So that that scene ends with Sack saying that he needs to see Tasha ASAP um, and picks up with uh, version. What is this? This is version three of Ghost and Dre's interaction. Yeah, Elise. Um, but I don't they, we learn anything different in this one. Cause they don't really give they give us just kind of a little introduction. Um, and basically it ends with uh when he told him go wait in the hall while I talk to your little friend, which I always thought was hilarious, because that's yeah. something that's something so a black mama would say to you. Exactly. Uh, we we definitely got more dialogue in regards to him putting his hands on um, Tasha and everything. Um, which if they'd have brought that dialogue up earlier, I'd have, I mean I probably would have appreciated it more. But we know this play, this scene has played out 
two different ways. Like, I feel like we're getting... Did you watch uh, Avengers Infinity War, where Doctor Strange is looking at different timelines and everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like we're seeing the multiverse right now. Um, <laughs> but yeah. It's a lot. It, yeah. So, that scene... It, we, get, we get cocky Dre in this version. Um, and that scene ends with Tariq getting a call. Um, not necessarily a call, but a text message. I called it. I called it when they introduced his character. I knew that somehow, some way, I thought he was going to at least make it to the spinoff, mm-hmm. but I knew somehow, some way, this crappy teacher of his was going to botch this. Right. And botch it, he did. Right. My goodness. And, and this was another thing that made me mad about this episode because there's no closure to this. There's no way that teacher didn't at least. Even though he never knew Tariq was the one to supply it, he strongly suspected it was Tariq. Um, it ain't no way that that teacher ain't snitch. They say Tariq gave me that. Tariq put that in my trunk. A new black kid in town. I just talked to him. He just kicked. He just got kicked out of choke or whatever the other place was for selling dope. He gave me this dope. There ain't no way that teacher didn't say that. But they never even revisit it. He never even goes back to school. He's another victim. Another victim of circumstance. Just crazy. And then you got that weird security guard. Hey, have you ever seen uh? <laughs> I don't remember the guy's name. You ever seen the white teacher Radner. selling drugs? What was his name? Radner. You ever seen Mr. Radner selling drugs on campus? Why would he ask some random little black kid that? Just right. Like, why are you even asking him that? You're not even a cop. Right. That's... And although he's clearly lying, I'm happy that the... the, the uh... <laughs> I'm happy that the security guard was just like, go on, little black boy. Yeah. I had to ask because they was watching. Right. It was like, what are you doing on here, kid? Oh, I'm, uh, I'm coming back from a doctor. He's the worst liar. Now, I don't know oh, if, yeah. if they purposely tell Michael Rainey Jr. to act horribly in, in, in just where he's lying, or is he just that shitty of an actor that it just looks horrible? Well, I mean... Or maybe he's the greatest actor of all time, and they, they purposely tell him, like, when you whenever you lying, be as wooden and weird as possible. We can we can say he got it from his mother because she's a horrible liar. Too. Oh, whoa. Um, so you know, there's that. So uh, we get Vincent looking for for Tommy, to which Tariq covers for Tommy and says no. Uh-huh. But this also opens up the line of how he gets in contact with him later. Uh, later, yeah. Um, so we get we get a uh, we get Tasha going to Sack's place. Um, Tamika. Um, no, this is the same because this is the same timeline. Timeline wise, it's the same scene. What? Like, I was like, why is she still wearing the same pink suit? Hey, that's who fire. I, I, I remember. It, I'm now thinking about it. It's the same in the yeah, universe. It's the same, it's day. The same day. So, yeah. um, you know, we got we got Olivia Pope, Tamika, and her. You know, her all pink. Um, pretty much laying down that. Yeah, sax is screwed. It's it's. Practically a bust for him. Quick little funny scene, because everybody's everybody's uh, panicking. Right. I like when Sax was like, uh, "It doesn't matter if we lie." And both of them was like, "It like, does yes, matter." It does. <laughs> He's like, "What's wrong with him?" And she goes, "A lot of things, actually." Right. There's Finally, so somebody things. calling Sax with some BS. Because that's what he get away with. More. And then we gonna get to it in the end. But the Sax oh, yeah. outcome. Come on now. Oh yeah. Come on oh, now. Yeah. Y'all wanted me to break my TV. I feel like throwing out the window. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's pretty much telling telling that like the body's not enough. Um, which again, like you like you spoke to earlier, um, finding the body doesn't really do anything to implicate James. 
without means and um means an opportunity. Right. Um so they're they're spinning their wheels. They're 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 panicking. Mm-hmm. Um any oh yeah, he even asked, like, did do you know if he killed Lakeisha? And again, you know, we she, get hey, like bro. I told you, every time that every time you ask her something, she she gets the blinking right. and looking off. <laughs> A little crazy um, looking at his. Right, which again just proves that as much as I, I I think Tamika got screwed, she's not good at reading witnesses because she's clearly lying. Mm-hmm. She's clearly lying. <sighs> hey, that would have added nothing. That would have added nothing. Like her trying to frame goes for that. She she would just been tearing herself up. She as stupid as she was, she ain't that damn stupid. Right. And I think this is when they did tell her to talk to Tate though. Somehow they told her to talk to Tate. Well, how does she get um, reconnected with Tate? Because the next thing is from my notes is that oh, when she's talking to Tate. So, okay. So, initially Tate goes to see her. And it picks up it at that point. But they said that we have it on, like, we have Tate, uh, Tate's statement saying that James followed him. Okay. So, that's how she found out Tate's involvement. Okay, that gotcha, Tate gotcha. Practically, you know, he pretty much lied. But this this particular scene, Tate was being real like yo like they're coming after Tariq and they're mm-hmm. coming after him hard and he you know he came clean on everything and he also uh he did he did his his public speaking thing where he he did what he could to motivate her mm-hmm. to to put her child first um any any thoughts on that no I think you wrapped that up pretty good pretty well I, I honestly I forgot how to even started talking so I'll show you how much I cared about them particular that particular interaction but I, the biggest thing that came out of it was definitely Tate telling her basically Tariq is in the crosshairs, so you need to figure out what to do so we can make sure that James is stopped and Tariq doesn't get in trouble. Right, and essentially he tells her you need to turn in, you need to turn in James for Tariq's sake, um, which ends up well. That's what it was. He he tells her that James is going to turn in Tariq. And this was probably like one of the best spins ever because Tate tells her, you need to turn in, you need to tell, you need to, James is going to turn into Reek and you need to stop him. To which she goes and talks to, to James and that's where he gets the idea that Tariq should probably turn himself in. Cause she goes, she accuses him of doing it. Like she accuses him of, of turning in, um, of of Tariq and he's like I'd never do that mm-hmm. but maybe he should so it was one of those things where it's like best laid plans blew up right in your face right. like he wasn't even thinking about that until you brought it up um, we get the return to the penthouse uh, where she gets her her flashback scene right. of all the good times and whatnot. A little reminiscent scene that was pretty right. cool I like that yeah it was it was a little tied um, into some of the funnier or more lighthearted scenes of the parts of the show or the series. Yep. I feel like I feel like they didn't do enough for that. I mean, I don't like overkill when it comes to like reminiscing about when the show is coming to an end, reminiscing about previous things, but I like that a little bit for sen- sentimental value. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I, I could definitely appreciate that. Um we get the revisitation of the scene in the master bedroom. Uh pretty much echoing the previous scene. This one was this one was fairly close on par with the original scene where they're going over um, pretty much what each of them has on each other. Mm-hmm. Um, 
him making the revelation that like I know you killed Keisha. Right. But th- I will say this was a better version of it because he he kept it real with her. Like I thought I killed Tommy, and that that I'm still dealing with that. Mm-hmm. You actually killed your best friend. Like how are you feel? How are you holding up with that? Um, it's pretty much them just being a you know being pushy with each other. Yeah. How did you feel? At this, this point, they just kind of dicks to each other. Uh, like I said, the thing I, the biggest thing I got written down is when he kind of was really pressing her about, you know, how's that first kill feel? Yeah. Um, and, and like he said, when, you know, when I killed Tommy, I felt a certain kind of, when, not killed, when I shot her Mustang, I felt a certain type of way. Um, you know, how is she dealing with it and stuff like that? But it wasn't like, oh, I'm, I'm empathetic that you might be going through something because you had to kill your best friend. He was just kind of like rubbing her nose in it. Um, which kind of, I guess, was... Oh, that's what the point I was about to bring up. I think because we know how the spinoff is going now, I think they try to make Ghost to be this horrible person so Man, we would support a Tariq yeah. spinoff. Oh, yeah. But yeah, yeah but I, I think that's what it is. That's that's all it has to be, though. But We'll talk yeah. about it when we get to the end. Then. Yeah, but I mean, it, it, great minds, because it was around this point that I started to get that that feeling a little bit, and then it, it, it goes over the, over the edge later. But um, yeah, uh it's 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 an interesting scene being rewritten but i i I like the way that in this one well in the original one when she brings up like well i'm gonna tell him that you killed silver which is true um he he kind of lingers on it a bit whereas in this one she's like well i'm gonna turn you in for silver he's like yeah yeah whatever you're not gonna do that um but he keeps pressing about keisha and then we get probably my favorite part of this series um she asks do you know did you ever love me to which she's like yes yes i love you but you don't you never loved me being more than a drug dealer and he points to that closet where it all happened season one episode one full circle i told you i wanted to be more and you shot me down and that's where the disconnect started and i think that was because uh, did you watch the uh, previously on power? Yeah, yeah. That they they show that scene, and in that exact same hallway, and I thought that was probably one of the best things they've done uh, this season was was bring it back full circle and remind everyone that what I've been saying all this dude wanted to do was not sell drugs anymore. That's what. That's it. That's it. That's all he wanted. He wanted to get out of the drug game. And everyone in his life treated him as if that was the worst thing ever. Mm-hmm. And it never made sense to me. And that's why I could never get on board with, with the ghost hate. All this dude wanted to do was the right thing. Like he knew he, he didn't shy away from it outside of selling drugs and killing some people along the way. Right. The worst thing he did to his family was cheat on Tasha with Angela. Mm-hmm. And he owns that, you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, it, it, crazy, crazy. Right. But, yeah, like like you said, they, they, they've they been rewriting, rewriting these last five episodes to make Ghost super cold-hearted. And it just didn't make sense. Um, we get the, the shouting match that culminates in the fact that um, Ghost is pretty adamant that, like, Tariq's a knucklehead. And he's a knucklehead because we spoiled the crap out of him. Mm-hmm. And if we don't do anything, he is going to he's going to ruin his life. Right. You know what I mean? And 
I don't see anything wrong with him wanting him not to ruin his life. No, I agree. Any final thoughts on that? No, I agree. Like, say what everything you're saying is like definitely accurate. Um, I, I still, to me, it still didn't make sense for Ghost to all of a sudden want to turn himself in. I always feel like they would have come up with some better scheme than put any any of the family in jail. Um, but I guess he maybe also got so influenced by his maybe role as a lieutenant governor or future Prospect, lieutenant governor yeah. that uh, maybe he felt like he could help Tariq better if Tariq or even like he was like, oh, maybe we get him community service. But it's like, no, nah, at this point, you guys, even if he confesses, it's also we have to deal with the, the cover up you guys did because you all lied to uh, police officers when they questioned him about all that involvement. And Angela helped cover it up and everything. So. I feel like it would have been a bigger issue to have him go to jail than to try to keep an alibi going or, or keep things moving. Or even let them come to try to arrest him and to try to like fight with like a defense as opposed to just like go turn yourself in. Because the police was always threatening to lock Tariq up, but they never did it. Right. Or they weren't right. from our point of view, we know they weren't even close to really locking him up. But they, they of course they don't know that. As the you know, them as the characters. Uh, so from there we go to Tasha pretty much sharing uh, what transpired with Tariq. Um, Tariq being rightfully concerned, mm -hmm. but also making it known that uh, Radner got locked up and well, he don't know what's been said. No, he cared about going to school. Now he was like, what about school? I'm concerned about, oh, like, bro, you been concerned about school and I don't know how long. Now all of a sudden exactly. you worried about going back to school. Shut up. Exactly. Get on um, my damn nerves. We get a, we get a quick... Uh, uh, him telling her that she got a gun. Oh, he got a gun. Excuse me. He got yeah. a gun from Dre, just in case. And then, then we get the next scene. And this is when it was just like, you guys have completely lost me. Mm -hmm. um, we get complete scumbag drinking ghost. Ghost was drinking again. Like I was thinking about you when I saw him drinking again. This was, this was a completely, <laughs> like, I was watching two different characters. We get this sniveling, crying Tariq who in the first iteration of this scene is just stone-faced. And the, the wild thing about this is if you take the Tariq from this scene and mix it with the ghost from the original scene, that's the better of the three. Mm -hmm. Because the last one, ghost is acting his butt off and Tariq is stone-faced. And this one, ghost is playing this theater drunk um, I, he looked like a stage play character, mm -hmm. um, slurring and sitting flashing his, all around, and right? Like I felt like he should have been in overalls with, or something like that. And Tariq is probably doing some of his best emotion work. No, he's definitely this. This is without a doubt his best emotional work in the series. Um, and it was just, just weird. And it, I, this is when I, I fully got on board with um, exactly what you brought up is they want us to hate Ghost so bad that they completely rewrote this dude in this in this one episode. Um, like, I, I have it playing in front of me, and just like the faces he's making, mm -hmm. like reacting and drinking that apple juice, like, it, like, who is this guy? Who am I watching right now? What show is this? Um, and he, he gets the, the retelling of his option to, with Breeze and everything. Mm -hmm. You got anything on this scene? Nah. Like I said, you you pretty much summed it all up. To me, it's just Ghost acting a fool, fake drunk, and then, uh, you know, it was just a, it was a mess. And like, it, uh, yeah, I, I don't have nothing. 
Because I'm just getting frustrated. Let me just... I'm getting frustrated. They, they, they drove me nuts with this episode. It, you get Ghost finally manhandling Tariq, which, honestly, if he'd have done this maybe two, three seasons ago, mm-hmm. he'd probably be better off. <laughs> yeah, he should have beat his ass. Yeah, because he immediately takes that as a death threat, um, which I thought was pretty extreme. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was him actually believing that or if that was him trying to, to gas his mom up. To, I think it's to him talking just about his actions later on. Yeah. Um, so we get we get Tasha's plan. Right. Um, Horrible. Horrible yeah. plan. Back to Hail Mary's. Yeah, her plan um, is to sneak in the truth. Well, not even go in the truth. Go back to truth. Hide in the back of his truck. And I guess surprise ghost and kill him. Uh, because she... And I hadn't even peeped that when they, he gave her... I guess the realtor had given her that bag of trash. I guess the, uh, the the truck keys were a part of that bag of trash. Yeah, I saw her looking at something. Yeah. But it wasn't until this scene that it's like, oh, the key is in there. Because right. my first thought was like a memory card or something. Because she immediately starts thinking about the flashbacks and everything. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. So, the, yeah, her, you know, her genius plan is to hide in the back of the truck. And I guess shoot ghosts. Get the drop on ghosts and shoot him. Um before he can, uh, I guess, that's her ultimate plan. I, I still don't understand how Ghost being dead protects them. Because uh, the police could still arrest Tariq. You know, to, I think that, it, would not, that would not stop the police from arresting Tariq for race murder. So, I, I don't know what the, the hell they was thinking. I think the only thing it does is if she covers, if it, if it, if it, if it succeeds <laughs> and she covers her tracks well enough, then it, it points the... It points the the compass in a different direction. Okay, maybe um, because he, you know, they could say, "Well, we're devastated because we obviously, you know, we didn't see this coming. Why would anyone want to do this?" And the way she laid it out, with the exception of her, where she was going to be, she made sure that he was away when this happened. Um, at least that was her plan. Um, but she, the way that her plan on paper, she she kind of, I think she was like. If I get caught, I get caught as long as he's gone. Because, like, when she's asking her, like, you know, promise me you're not going to jail. Like, she she's saying, I promise. But, like, you, this was probably some of her best acting. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like that. She doesn't want to lie. But it, it looks in, in her face. It just looks like I can't promise you that. But I'm going to say it. You know, I'm going to say it to, to make you feel better. Right. Um, They gave us a lot of tears in this episode, which yeah, kudos. Being dramatic. Yeah, kudos. Um, so in order for this to kind of work, she goes back over to Burberry's Q's house, mm-hmm. and man, the way she works these dudes. Yeah. Between him, Deleterious Silver, rest in peace, Sean Stark, rest in peace, mm-hmm. She she gets these dudes... And she just gets them to go along with whatever she's saying. My goodness, she tells old Q, you know, I I need you there for more support, and I'm you know I'm stronger with you, and it, everything he needed, everything he needed to hear, so he could he could be Superman out here. But again, like he being bold, mm-hmm. like, I'll take care of it if you want me to take care of it. Right. It's like, dude, chill out, Q. Yeah, chill. We, you don't know nothing about ghosts. 
Right. You really, you ready, you ready to that mainly that specifically, you don't know anything about this guy, but you, you willing to risk your connection with your daughter over her, right. over Tasha and, and you that speak, in love. Speaking of daughters, the mamas, the, the grandmamas, they the best babysitters in the world. Cause his daughter's with the grandma uh, and y- you know, yes, they were big mama. So, yep. It, it was I just, was, just nuts. Wow. So she goes back, snags the gun. Um, At least we know he wasn't banging nobody else in the right, meantime. Cause same too. The Connors were still there. Good job, Q. <laughs> being being somewhat loyal out here, right? Uh, so we get we get Tariq in a in a nice suit. That was, right. that was a fly suit. Uh, kudos. Uh, stashing the gun because um, even the few people that do happen to work at Truth, um, as long as you're the boss's son, you can pretty much walk, walk around, around freely. freely. Open up panels. You can do whatever you like. Yeah, linger ling around the backstage. The fact that his son is so known in the nightclub is crazy too. Like, who yeah. brings their? I don't even. And I still don't know how old the boy is. Because by the in the end of the episode, he ain't, he in college. Oh, we will get to that when we get to that. So, oh my god! I thought he was fourteen or fifteen. Oh my god! Yeah, we'll get to that. So anyway, yeah. So uh, this this is is this when he gets the gun back? No, this is when he this is when he stashes it. I thought he stashed it earlier when didn't he I thought he stashed it before he went to school. Uh uh-uh. um he he ha- wait, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. When he um when he goes to see when he goes to take Dre, you're absolutely right. That's when he stashes it. He puts it in his backpack and puts the backpack in there. Oh, okay. So yeah, he, he doesn't quite take it back, but he he does kind of hide it better. Um we get the quick interaction between him and Simon Stern, right. um, and we get the the conversation where again, it's like they got Ghost kind of just sort of playing him off to the side, like, you know, man, don't worry about all that. Like, I got you. All right. Let me introduce you to the mayor. Yeah. I know you're concerned about going to jail for life for murder, but let me introduce you to the mayor real quick. Right. Um, he gets the the text message from Tommy, and this is where I, I I'm glad that this one. This was probably the most consistent re- reshoot. Um, honestly, this might have been the, the exact same footage. To be honest, that's how close this one was. Mm-hmm. But Tommy tried to save Tariq's soul. Like Tommy was the last person to speak reason, to try to speak some reason into the, into Tariq because he had finally uh, had his eye opening breakthrough. Right. And you know, um, this is basically Tommy just telling him, look. I know we all have been through a lot of shitty stuff, and Ghost hasn't always been the most stand-up guy, but at the end of the day, you know, we a family, and we need to look out for each other. So I'm going to ride to stop, you know, to stop Dre. I need you with me. And he basically turned his back on his family with that one. Well, I guess his family didn't include Ghost. So he just was so hell-bent on not rocking with his father. And at this point, I mean, other than telling him to turn himself in, he and we've repeatedly said on the show he's never been a bad father to this kid, right? I mean he lies to him, but the biggest thing is that he didn't want him to follow his footsteps of dealing drugs or being a criminal. He wanted him to go to college. He wanted him to be a businessman. He wanted him to be better than his father was because he gave him more opportunities than his father ever had. And for some reason, Tariq hates him for that. So it doesn't make sense at all, at all. Um, so we get Tommy rolling out. Yeah. Uh, we get him first try to text his mother mm-hmm. and then decide he's going to try and call. Right. Um, 
to to tell her like Tommy's on the way. Like right. Tommy's coming to, to kill Dre and, and monkey wrench this. Uh she's over here playing this fool. Q. Oh my god. I, I didn't want him to be a simp. He's a big one. I, well he I, we I, learned that he's not the big he's not as dumb as not, yeah, he's not as he dumb seems. as we thought. Oh boy, does he does he save it at the last minute. But yeah, up until that point, it was a bad look. So uh this is Hail Mary Tariq. And uh, he does the probably the worst thing he could have done, and that's pretty much serve up Tommy to to Vincent. This is another thing that that while why like but when we can well so from Tommy's point of view, we don't know that we assume Tariq sent him there, but we don't know the timeline of it. To me, it made no sense because Tariq Tommy speeds off yeah. and is gone for a while while Tariq is pretending to text his mom and calling his mom. How does Tommy? I mean, how does Tariq call Vincent, know the route Tommy is taking to get back to truth, and have Vincent's men get in place to stop Tommy before Tommy could get back, but Tariq somehow beat him back to... It, the timeline's just all messed up. There's no way you could set, set up Vincent and him to catch up with Tommy that fast. It, yeah. It's like, too many streets. It's too many yeah, streets. Best case scenario, you know, and this is, this is me doing the work for them, if Tariq gives them the car, like the, the tiny car that he was driving, and where he's where he's going they could they could maybe you know spread out fan out because it was like three cars right you know so that that's that's wishful thinking. they'd have to be in the area already they'd have to be knowing the exact route he was going to go exactly i mean right like i said that's the best possible outcome on top of that Tariq's hopping ubers at most right You, you mean to tell me he made it all the way and that that completely monkey wrenched uh, my theory from last week, where it's just like I, I just, well, not from last week, but from Tommy's uh, episode, where I just knew it couldn't have been Tariq because he was too far. Right. Um. But yeah, we'll get to that when we get to it. Uh, and then we get uh, the the go down. Uh, we get we get go. Oh man, wait, I, I almost forgot a part. <laughs> we got to talk about how this fool Q was simping so hard that before he like when he's asking for the address to the club apparently he don't know nothing about i don't know i mean i don't know we don't know his story but he's simping so hard he doesn't realize he drives right by truth right that shot killed me oh my god like dude what what is this what are you doing um she tells him to go park around the corner and uh, the plan is underway. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get the the everything being shut down. Uh, the staff is leaving. We get that shot of Tariq coming down the steps. Um, we would then find out, of course, this is him uh, going back into truth, which I originally thought was him just somewhere away. And uh, we get Tasha getting dropped off. Um, trying to think. Well, I got. She goes and get, that's when she got in the back seat. Um, right. But she looks herself in the mirror, and I guess she remembered Sean also looking at her through that same mirror. And I guess in her mind, she was like, she was having second thoughts. She was like, "It's not. I'm not going through with this," which was a smart move. She shouldn't be trying to kill ghosts because it's not really gain or anything. Um, so she had second thoughts and kind of just basically was frozen. And was going to plan to get out the car. I think she tried to. She texted Tariq and was like, basically, I'll be home soon. 
Um, she didn't like text him to not to, to, but I guess from her point of view, she didn't know he was going to be there because he wasn't right. a part of the plan. He was supposed to be he, back he's home regardless. To be away. Yeah, right. he's supposed to be, yeah. Um, and then we get a good scene that I enjoyed with Ghost Canaan. Oh, yeah. So we learned that uh, it must run in the family because not only does <laughs> Ghost see dead people, I guess Tariq also inherited his dad's powers because he had a, a nice scene with Canaan and Canaan basically looked like, you know, you can't let your mom do this. Uh, I told you better than that, basically, and it's time for you to man up. You need to handle your own business, and just was a really aggressive ghost. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like, "I'm you gonna kill this man?" So to me, it was like, "Damn, did this, is he really back from the dead?" The way he was getting physical with him, I thought he was gonna like hurt him if he didn't go and, and handle his business and kill ghosts. You know the real interesting part about Ghost Canaan? Apparently, uh -huh. in the afterlife, he got healed because he definitely didn't have those burn scars on him no more. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that was I'm right there with you. Like, I I like that. This is, I, I guess, what we can only assume is the manifestation of their conscience, of their dirt. Right. Um, that they both saw Canaan. Um, dope scene. Yeah. Real like, cool, super, cool. Yeah. So, um, I'm trying to think. Is this the part? Yeah, that's the part where he, he pretty much tells his mom, like, wait, does he... No, he didn't text her back. He didn't text her back. He had the little bubbles popped up, and then they went away. And then they disappeared. Yeah, yeah. And then that's when he basically stepped out of the shadows. Uh, and for some reason, I'm blessing best blanket on the dialogue they had because I know they talked and like ghost like man put the gun away or put it down or something. But I don't really remember what they were talking about when they were having their little back and forth before he shoots him. Well, we get the we get we get Tasha putting the pieces together that. He's gonna go do this himself. So okay. she tries to to run up, and it's pretty much him saying like, "You again." And because of what you said earlier, it, you know, again, there's no real reason for him to hate his dad this much. But it's him pretty much <clears throat> saying, "You know, you lied to me about everything. You lied to me about like I I don't remember him lying to him about Sean, um, and just everything about how you grew up and everything like that." And him giving him the same chance he gave Breeze for, and he said, "You you getting in my way? You getting in the way of my future? Mm -hmm. So you got to go." Um, and like again, like this was built to be a powerful scene that I couldn't enjoy because they it's it was unearned. It was super unearned. Um, now I will tell you this: at this point. I figured, I thought if one of two things was going to happen, well, no, that, that obviously can't happen. I thought this one thing was going to happen. This is one of the things that it was definitely a possibility. I thought Tasha was going to run up in there and shoot him first, as in shoot Ghost oh, okay. or Tariq. Uh -huh. um, that obviously didn't happen. Uh, she, of course, does get there just in time to, to witness Tariq. Shoot and kill ghost. Mm -hmm. Thoughts on the uh, the revelation that it was in fact Tariq that pulled the trigger? Uh, I mean, I feel like it was pretty predictable. Mm -hmm. um, just, I mean, it could only be when they started. It could only be one of three people. It had to be the Tommy. It had to be Tasha. Or it had to be um, Tariq. And I think even going back in the last season, they kept setting up that he was going to end up killing his father. Um, mm -hmm. I feel like 
I guess that's the most logical one. If somebody had to kill Ghost, it makes the most sense that it is his son. Because I think that's the only person that could really get the drop on Ghost. So I think everybody else, Ghost, Tariq has always been Ghost's weakness, I think. In the sense that no matter what, he should have been gave up on this boy. Well, I guess it's hard to get, but it's hard to give up on a child. And it's hard to think your child would do something that's going to hurt you, especially to this extreme. I don't think he would let Tommy get the drop on him with a gun or Dre get the drop on him with a gun or any of his enemies get the drop on him with his gun. But him still thinking that his son uh, has some love and respect for him, that's how his son was able to get the drop on him and, and, and pull the gun on him. So I feel like it was the only logical one if they, if they were going to stick with the decision that they stuck with. And that's actually the kill the character of uh, James St. Patrick. And uh, yeah, they, in the middle of this panic, and this is where it was just like, okay, um, Tariq immediately knew to blame Dre. Right. Which I was just like, wow, that's really quick thinking on your feet there, buddy. You're going to do great as a, as a, as a, you know, as a psycho, a future psychopath. Right. Um, and then we finally, we, we finally get the payoff of Tommy's reaction, um, which I thought was great. And it, it makes his version of it like much, much. I think that was like one of the good payoffs that we got. Um, I think it was a great way to have Tariq kind of freaking out while hearing Ghost and Tommy's last words to each other and everything. Right. Um, any any feelings on that that particular quick scene? Yeah, it was pretty good. I mean, we knew and we knew once Tommy didn't shoot, it had to be Tariq or. or uh, Tasha's will because Tommy would have shot anybody else without hesitation. You know, if it had been any of the other possible suspects that we had, he definitely would have shot Dre. Definitely would have shot Sacks. He would Tate. He don't even know them people, so he would have shot them so easily. So it was cool. Um, you know, it was nice just to give a little rebacks to that, which was one of the best scenes probably the entire series was when they had the little brotherly moment to die uh, when when he died from Tommy's point of view. So that was cool. So uh, we get the it's it's uh, rush time. He's and I, at first I couldn't I couldn't understand why he had changed clothes, but this made perfect sense uh, once once you get the 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 piecing piecing together that mm-hmm. he needed to get those clothes burned. So you know get out of those clothes, put your suit back on, and you know make it happen. Right. And then we get while he's trying to get up out of there, we get drunk, stumbling, bumbling sacks. Mm-hmm. Um. Which again, like funny, but at the same time, I was like, "Oh yeah, Sax was billed as a suspect." Right, but um, oh, to me, also so stupid is that the fact where are how does Truth have no cameras? I guess they took him out when uh, but literally <laughs> the cameras saved Ghost from going to jail. Exactly. So why would they ever take the cameras out of there? Logic. So. <laughs> so yeah, you get Sack's dumbass coming stumbling in. Uh, he basically he too drunk to even do anything. He drop, drops the gun, goes outside. I guess he's Blanca laid out, uh, and they kind of I guess console each other. I don't tell they was doing talking to each other about something. I don't know. But so he, that was just like comic relief. It was yeah. they just had to. They was like, oh shit, we forgot we had promised everybody that Sax was a suspect in this. So let's right. throw him in here real fast. But I mean, it pays off later. Um, He's able to use it later, right? And then we get the the completion of his psychopath training. He goes back 
and you know he 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 locks in his alibi um he goes back to truth he goes back around the front uh puts on an amazing performance of uh you know freaking out about his dad knowing full well what he just did right and that's when i was just like yep there it is psychopath <laughs> you you have you it was like a uh an achievement like an, an like an achievement on a video game just came across the across the screen like mm-hmm. transformation complete um any any particular anything nah, on that you summed it up real that was like i said it was just crazy that he immediately went back to the scene of the crime and act like oh my god i don't know what's going on push it past police my dad my dad well we know you wouldn't want to kill him you psycho right so it's nuts there he uh he goes home yeah and this is like a, a a weird end to that night like she doesn't try to console him she doesn't try to ask what he was thinking what nope. happened she just lets him slink into in his into his room and that's yeah. that's that which i'm just like what i mean all they basically talked about was the fact that did they both do everything they need to do to like clear up any evidence and he told her, yeah, I learned from you the first time. I burned my clothes. I got rid of the... And he was like, what happened to the gun? She was like, I handled that. So they both kind of came off all they really cared about was, did we do enough to cover ourselves so we won't get in trouble? But they don't have any kind of emotional conversation about, you know, you literally just killed your father. I know yeah. you guys were going through some things, but that has to be a lot on you as a mother. You think she would be ultimately concerned about his psyche? But all she was right. like basically is... Did you get rid of the weapons, or did you get rid of his, you know? Did you get rid of the evidence? And once he was like, "Yeah," he went to bed. Right. <laughs> Called right. it a night. We, maybe we should discuss the fact that Tommy made me. Um, you know, like, can it? Do you think that'd be an issue? You right. You know what I mean? Tommy is crazy. Who says Tommy won't come back to get to, to avenge his brother? I mean, we know he doesn't, but I'm just saying he doesn't know this. Right. So, a lot of things just kind of left somewhat open-ended right so from there we get a <laughs> this one i just was like i, I had enough <laughs> how the fact that sax got his job back this is that was it the makes most, literally no sense even if water was fired sax still was just about to be brought up on charges itself he had a bunch of gross misconduct issues he had a bunch of witnesses die on his watch he had a bunch of uh things where he was breaking the law himself uh, in the pursuit of trying to find justice, there's no way they would have hired him back. And then Mock, yeah. how does Mock get this power all of a sudden to get him his job back? He's in B B uh, six thirteen. I don't know what that is, but yeah. it must be powerful, whatever it is, because that was just yeah. goofy. I was like, no chance. Sax is is gets his job back, and just fully proving that if anything, this was the most realistic thing of this series. The white privilege was powerful mm-hmm. like like powerful enough to the point where a show with a black showrunner still let the white guy win still, still let the white guy kind of come out smooth um it just it, but I think with what we know and the fact that he's not like he's going to be part of um this next spinoff it's this is the guy you want to see fail um, they're setting him up as that guy. Um, so he gonna be like the villain of book two, I guess. Because I saw that he was like they they like they say, top build like him. he's a main character. Yeah, yeah, they top build him. Um, 
but yeah, uh, definitely that I I had to laugh at that. Oh, uh, that is, I was like, I, I had enough, and I was like, it's still Mock. twenty minutes to go out. This show need to oh, end. Yeah. Oh yeah, like my man Mock stopped by on his way to the next uh, Fast and the Furious uh, recording I don't know, what do you do? or shooting, but yeah. So we get the will scene. All right. So uh, apparently, you died within ten hours, twelve hours of your death. Your will is already released. I'm still trying to figure out if they're if they're glossing over a time jump because this makes no sense. Well, then no, but, because then like the late in the scene, they question people about the murder. So I don't think yeah. it's. I feel like your body got to be at least in the ground before they start doing will readings. Right, which like Ghost doesn't get a um no funeral doesn't get a funeral. Yeah. So like I I think I think they're just playing with a time skip that they just refute. They just they just didn't want to comment on because like you said they're, they're, you know he was shot last night they're not you know they're not in all black reading wills like not the next day right. so I, I feel think, like they gotta at least confirm him dead I feel yeah. like if it's his foul play then they gotta like investigate. investigate a little bit before they start releasing his funds to people right I, I think they just completely downplayed a time jump so um, we find out that uh, grandma gets her rent paid for, for one for year. year so generous ghost but it, oh, I yeah. mean, I mean, we, we got to remember that, like, for the most part, his money was kind of locked up because he didn't really have it like that because he had kind of been out of the drug game for a minute. Right. And you got to remember that. Uh, what's his name? Um, Missing was 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 taking his money, too. Yeah. Right. So it's like he just kind of didn't have a lot of cash like that. Right. It still was um, funny because she was like she felt so entitled it. to more. Right. Right. Like, that's it. You ain't his mother. I mean. She she more of Yaz's mother than both. True, of them. true. So like, I kind of I kind of get her. Yeah, ain't gonna where to stay. All right, right. You know what I'm saying? And we got a Yaz sighting. Which yeah. At this point, the girl's like eight years old. At least like, he remembered to put her in the wheel. Be right. Let her have some lines. <laughs> um, she she ain't like, seen it broken up that her dad was dead either. She just want right. to know how much money she was getting. Right. Like, <laughs> and then we get the revelation of all revelations. To me, this was also confusing because um, before you talk about what happened to Tasha, so at this point, why wouldn't the money just be split two ways? Raina is dead. Why would they give Tariq two thirds and give Yaz one third if the, 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 the second person is dead? Why would they just split it 50-50? It makes no sense. That made me mad. I can't. I honestly don't have anything on that. Um. And then what? Also, uh, oh my bad. So, so then we learned that Tasha gets nothing, basically, nothing. and we learned that Tariq can only get his money if he graduates from college oh my with god. at least a three point five GPA. Oh my god! Come on, that, Ghost. Why can't that man just slide through life? Why he got to be a, a dean's on the dean's was list? Amazing! That was amazing. And how is he supposed to pay for college and live for the next five, six years? Well, you saw what they end up doing when they just put him in college somehow. But let's, I think he was like in the tenth grade. It, at the most, he was in the tenth grade, so he would have had six. How was he supposed to live the next six years if he has no money? Grandma, grandma only got her rent paid for one year. Y'all's can't. I, there was no stipulation on y'all's. I guess y'all's just get her money that day at six years old because they didn't say she had to go to college. She didn't have to do nothing. They, they, they just. I wish they would have just wrote her off the show. I wish Tariq was the only child because I'm so tired of them just throwing y'all's in when they, whenever they feel like it. Just throw her in. She didn't need to exist. They should have did a Judy Winslow. Put her off to grab my house one day and never come back. Oh man, you're right. You're absolutely right. But I don't know. I'm thinking if I had to guess, 
I'm thinking timeline-wise. And and honestly, you, you also have to keep in mind that Ghost didn't anticipate dying. Like, he was probably ready, you know, he was probably working on on ways to get Tariq money to be in school. He was going to work his, I think he was going to work that out for Tariq go to, to go to school. Right. Like, he didn't he didn't anticipate dying, you know what I'm saying? Especially this soon. True, true. Um, but but he thought was, he was out by then. Yeah. And I, I wonder, when does he change his will all of a sudden? Because on, him and Tasha was still married. At what point did he go into the will and take Tasha out of the will, but put Paz into the will? This I had to be know. after Angela died. Because yeah, Paz wouldn't have originally been in the will. This yeah, making they, me they, so mad. I'm thinking about it even more now. They said that. They they said that I wanna say in in Paz's episode, he says, Well, when um when your sister died, um, Mr. St. Patrick came and made some addendums, like some changes to his will. Um, so but he, sometime after after Angela died, that's when he changed it. He loved Paz more than he loved the woman that gave him three children. You know he don't love Paz. He he thought he was doing what he thought was right by Angie. But for essentially getting her kids. The mother of his kids? And still have to take care of those kids? Like I said, he didn't think he was going to die young. So maybe he thought like, you know, I don't get to give Tasha nothing because we're going to be divorced and life is going to move on and she'll be able to take care of herself. Right. But right. that and just made me mad. It, it's quite possible that, you know, he, he probably might have worked something out once the divorce would have went through. Like she might have gotten something if the door, divorce would have went through. But they killed him. Oh, man. So, you know, hey. And that's, that's kind of on them for assuming Especially considering, which is even weirder, um, because they were they were kind of separated, but they weren't fully divorced. That's weird on her part for not knowing what his will was comp- comprised of. You know what I'm saying? They were married for God knows how long, mm-hmm. even though that they were kind of separated. At any point, she could have been like, I need to take a look at his will to make sure my kids are right, just to at least get an eye on it. True, true. So she was she's completely in the dark on the contents of his will because she was shocked. She was blindsided because she had no idea, which she thought she was about to just, get all the breed. Right. That's just bad planning and to a degree bad writing on their part. So yeah. And again, and we'll we'll get to it, but like just doing everything everything they can in their power to make sure we hate ghosts right. by the time this is over. But yeah, I'm sorry, I have to go back to it. Go ahead. That was Beautiful. Like Tariq gets all this money after he completes a four-year college with at least a 3.0. And that was amazing to me that even even in death, he was like, You if you want this, if you want something from me, you're gonna have to earn this. All right. Like, he was pissed. He was like, to... You're trying to control me still. Yada yada yada, even though he did and all this. He, meanwhile, you don't want to kill your father. Or you ain't you ain't showed a bit of remorse. Right. Not a tear drop from his eye. Not a little hanging his head and like, damn, did I really do this? He did. I mean, he did that right after he pulls the trigger when he's upstairs. Yeah, I guess in shock. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But like, even after that, he still doesn't. He still doesn't seem that remorseful. Right, man. F F Tariq, man. I've been saying that. Um, No, I haven't because I was on the Tariq, the Tariq apologist train. But once I made that revelation that like the writers portrayed him, I've been on that train since. Okay. But um, yeah. Uh, I like the fact that he's just like to get if you're if you're gonna you know if you want what I have you're gonna have to you have to do it the right way like again <coughs> what's what's the crime of wanting this dude to to live up to his potential and the Please. wild thing is even in death he still got what he wanted mm-hmm. even in death he still he still beat them you know what I mean 
Yeah. Game changer. Crazy, crazy. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, bro. A le- uh, real so, legend. Real legend. So he, he, they, they leave and are immediately blindsided by uh, Detective Rodriguez. We got At this point, I don't know who she's working for. Because she right. investigating every murder, every every crime, everything. She's just tied into too much shit. Does she work for the FBI? Does she work for the, uh, the United States Attorney's Office? Is she still a New York cop? Who does she work for that she's investigating so many different crimes? She's making me mad. But anyway, we get her. She pulls in Tasha and Sachs, the, really, the newly rehired Sachs. To me, they would not put him on no James St. Patrick's case. Yeah, that's that's horrible writing. For one, for one, how is James St. Patrick's death even a federal crime? Why would the AUSA office be involved in a what should be a local New York homicide inquiry? I, I understand he's a gubernatorial candidate or whatever, but this is still just a local local police should be handling this homicide. He should not be involved as the AUSA questioning people and trying to get evidence to convict him. If it got to the point where he was in court. Then yeah, he should be the person doing that if he's the one trying it. But as the AUSA, he should not be interviewing suspects. I don't want to hear. So, <clears throat> I got it. Blanca, although part of this task force, is still local NYPD. If she comes in to that crime scene and says, he's been under investigation by us, then they take it over. Like, plain and simple. It, and she's already on the scene. She's been punched in the face. That's how they get their hands on it. Like she was there to serve up the warrant. She gets punched in the face in the dead bodies inside. So that that's how they end up at the AUSAs. And Sax is there. Right. Um, which obviously they gloss over why he's there drunk with his uh with his with his weapon. But um we get we get an interrogation scene um where they're they're trying to get them to flip and they're they're both playing hardball. And we get Tariq uh, flexing his newfound psychopath skills. Um, he's also learned the ability to cry on command. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he gets worked up just enough to get the uh, the lady his uh, what is it his, his youth or, advocate. Or, there it is. Why his lawyer is not there? Why his mom will let anybody? Why is his mom talking to Blanc without a lawyer? Why is he letting her child talk to Blanc without a lawyer? Come on now. Y'all making me so mad with this bull, man. Come on now. You're not going to be questioning me about somebody, a murder, without me. And Tasha, why is Tasha not sitting next to her child? You don't need no damn youth advocate. His mom is there. You need a story, man. We've been over this. Let me calm down, man. Go ahead, go ahead. (laughs) We've been over this. They they making me so mad with this last 15 minutes. You you know they need a story. This is how they get when it's just like, all right. It's all potholes. We just gonna make it bumpy. Just get to the finish line, and um, yeah, we get the the payoff to drunk sacks. Hold on, real quick. Uh, was that blonde Piper from Leverage? I thought it was too. At first, I was like, "Is that her?" But I don't think it was her. I don't think it was her either. But it it definitely looks like her. I have to go back it's and like, look at it again. I got it pulled up right now. It it might be her. Like I'm looking at her little filmography, and I don't see it listed. Okay. Well, I used to, I, mean, I used to, I used to have a little thing for Piper, from um, great show. Yeah, yeah, from Leverage. Moments. She was kind of hot too. Yeah, she had a moment in a quirky way. Um, what's his name? Uh, Aldous Hodge, uh, the dude that played um Harley. Yeah, that's my boy. That's my boy. Yeah, he's getting, he's in a lot more movies now. Yeah, he getting his money. Yeah. Uh, at one point, they, he was one of the people they were talking about playing Black Panther. 
Oh, really? That would have been a come up. Announced it. Yeah, okay. way back when they announced it. Yeah. All right. um, respect, respect. Yeah, yeah. I want to see him do more stuff. Like he's gonna be in uh this new movie. I think uh, uh the Invisible Man remake. In, oh yeah, uh, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was in that Brian Banks movie. He was in um. I don't think I Straight out of the Compton. Yep. He played yep. uh. MC Ren. MC. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Aldous Hodge. Shout out to Leverage. It's a good show. Yeah. I never and finished it. I gotta finish it. It's pretty dope. That'll that'll be our next podcast. We'll. Uh, who will rewatch the leverage? Cool. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we we get we get. To, thank you for everyone that's still uh, listening. And didn't that didn't click off? <laughs> that didn't close us out after that 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 tangent. But um, we get Tariq flexing his his newfound psychopath powers, and uh, hems up sacks. Um, I saw you. Uh, you had a gun. So either I killed. I mean, either Dre killed my dad. Or you killed my dad. We know you had the thing out for him. And uh, just smug. Crazy right. smug. Um, and that man saxed. That man saxed like, yep, okay. Oh, uh, yeah, let me drink. And here go Blanca. Uh, he just like, F you, Blanca. F you. Yeah, he was like, you're screwed. Like, right. You are screwed. Like, I got nothing for you. And Oh, man. And and this was this was like the nail in the... Like, okay, Sax is going to be that guy we want to see go down. Because, like, he, he was just like, either way you look at it, your career's over. He was like, you have to help me. He was like, do I, though? Right. And I was like, okay, yeah. We're, like, he has to have a horrible, horrible demise. Because it's so messed up. Because the entire time when he was trying to get his job back and still plotting, she was helping him all along the way and bringing him along with stuff. She shouldn't have brought him along. He asked her for help one. She asked him to help one time to try to like, fix eh. the thing. He was like, nope. You did. Right. Right. So we also get the, the revelation, uh, Blanca's revelation that Dre is dead. Um, which prompts a revisit from two bit. My man two bit. I hope he gets some I hope he can weasel his way into one of these spin offs some kind of way. Hopefully. I he deserves it. After after this, uh from being the dude that just, you know, just looked uh angry all the time right. and you know got clown because of his name um I, I i wouldn't after the the way his art kind of played out i wouldn't mind seeing him in one of these spinoffs yeah it, uh, it kept it thorough to the end yeah she tried to pull all those cop tricks all that bs and he was like look lady i don't know no james st patrick i don't know who that is uh i ain't got nothing to do with dre dying okay spank like dead i ain't got nothing to do with spank dying i don't know nothing about none of that stuff I like how the watch came back into play. He was like, you were wearing his watch when we arrested you, bro. Which, he still played it cool, but also hilarious. I'm just trying to figure out how 2-Bit has a fresh uh, lineup in prison. They got um, barbers in jail. Huh. Okay, you can get a haircut in jail. Good for them. Yeah, it's but, like, uh, um, it's, like a, it's a job you can do. You know, like how they got cooks, they got like people who clean up, they got, it's a job you can do. You can actually even learn to uh, as a trade in jail to become a barber. Now I don't know if you can get like a, a standard Saturday appointment or how that part of it works out, but they definitely got people who will cut cut your in jail. Yeah. Only clippers, no scissors. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, they gotta be like super close. Yeah, like surveillance. Um, but yeah, uh, she pretty much 
and they're showing that Blanca is a good cop. She just made some really dumb decisions. Um, but she straight up laid it down. Everything that happened. Like, I think you were paid to, uh, to take down Dre. He got out. You failed. He right. got back in. You succeeded. Um, but two bit. She solved the I, crime. She just ain't got no evidence. Right. So it's worthless. Right. But two bit. And I think this is what's going to set up Blanca to be back in. Um, but two bit tell her, like, there's no way Dre killed, uh, killed, killed Ghost. Because if there's anything you know about Dre, he ain't that tough. Which just kind of signified that uh, two bit knew what Ghost was capable of. And I think that's what's going to be the ticket of Blanca being in one of these spinoffs is her trying to figure out um, everything. Right. And save her career. Um, so from there, we go to well, this. It will be play. interesting to see how it goes. We'll talk, we'll talk about when we get to the spinoffs. Okay. Um, so from there, we go to this super nice looking restaurant um, where Simon Stern is, is feeling like the Grinch. Yeah. On, you know, when his heart, his heart grew through sizes. Not only does he somehow get Tariq into college. Which in the middle of the term. In the middle of the term, which he gets and he can to start, start tomorrow. The, tomorrow hasn't graduated high school. Nope. Don't got a GED. Basically, a high school. He's, I don't even know how old he is. Right. I don't even know if he's been in the class recently. <laughs> but man, white privilege and money. Money. Who boy? To me, it wasn't a fair trade off though. She is giving him a a, a club, basically, a, probably a million dollar something business to get him to college. Why not just let Tariq? Uh, Cause it's not like he's gonna get him to graduate any faster. He's just getting him to a college. Tariq could have just dropped out, got a GED, and went to the community college for two years, and then worked his way up to a big four year school. Why would she need to go to Simon Stern to get because him into college? Desperate. It made no sense. Desperate, like she's desperate, like she needed. She that that just goes to show how badly she wanted right. access. It to made that no school. logical sense to me though, because I didn't understand why he would trade the club to get a boy into college. Like he can she, get into college. He's been a good student. Right, but you know they they they're trying to fast track this timeline, which honestly, and it's the only way it works with these actors. Um, if you play this out the long way and you do a time jump where he's actually out of college, you got to let him grow up a bit. Um, so they 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 did what they could to fast track this thing. Um, yeah. That did, but like I said, like she gave up. He gave she gave up uh, the clubs that are worth way more because she needs money now. Um, but there was no money. She didn't know he was going to offer her a job. She didn't go there for a job. He just randomly was like, I need a black woman to a diversity hire. What? The, what? What? It makes no sense. I mean, it's Try Simon me Stern. insane. It was Simon Stern. I like, guess. It, it, and, and at this point. They just wanted him to say one last racist thing. That's all it was. Of course. Of course. And like once, um, once, once Ghost hits that floor. It's officially like loose end tying. Like it's okay. Now it's officially how do we get to this spinoff? And speaking of loose ends, she has one loose end to tie. And that is the gun she said that she took care of. Right. And in probably one of, if not the most grimiest things that's taken place on this series. Oh, she's trying to set a Burberry queue. Oh my God! I'm gonna give her a credit. At least she gave him a little bit more taste of that thing when last time. Right, like the wild part was she set him up to get arrested while she was there. Like 
just crazy. These dudes ran up that night. Right. And and to um, me, uh, once again, the logic of this, I don't understand her point of view when it came to trying to set him up. At this point, t- t- both her and Tyreek have already talked about what happened with Sax. Sax has basically agreed to pin this on Dre. They got Dre at the scene of the crime. They got Dre assaulting the officer, and they have Dre dead, so he cannot deny it. So they can basically just say, there's nothing to stop them from saying Dre is the killer and like kind of closing the case because there's no, there's no need to be a trial because you're not trying to convict him. But you got enough to say that Dre is probably the, the most likely killer. He was he was seen running out of the truth after the gunshot. He assaulted the officer to try to stop him. So, and Sax has basically gotten, Dre, not true, what the fuck? They, they got me so flustered, man. Tariq has basically gotten Sax word that they're going to pin this on Dre. So why is Tasha trying to set the queue up in this point of view? A person does, and then they try to make the thing where he says, "Well, Dre is dead now, but you can be dead and still be accused of murder, yeah, or be a suspect in a murder. Just because you died does not mean whatever crime you may have done goes away with you. So it made no sense for her to try to set up Q because they had a suspect, a prime suspect in Dre that probably would have just took him to fall. So it made no sense. And then the way she tried to set him up was stupid too because, of course, Dre. Uh, he don't got no loyalty to the point where he knows you the one that set him up. You lying on him that he gonna be like, oh nah, I, I didn't drop her off at Truth that night. I. You know what? What? Is, what is, you know what? I don't bro, think I'm so mad. So, I this is this is what I think happened. So, Sax and Tariq had the conversation inside their their interrogation room. They obviously come to an agreement that it's gonna be pinned on Dre. But they obviously don't go, you know, you guys can go. It was Dre. Like, you know, so Reek talked to Tasha about it, about getting Saxon Land, though. Yeah, getting him in line. But he didn't say anything about the fact that they were putting it on Dre. And the police haven't, like, officially released that. I feel like he so, did, but maybe, maybe. Yeah, I don't, I don't, because that's the only reason they that, that would show a lapse in judgment of her trying to set up Q. Because if she knows that, if she knows. If she knows that the thing is being pinned on Dre, she doesn't do this. Like, that's just completely stupid. There have been dumb decisions made in this show. But, like, if she knows that this is ultimately going to fall onto Dre. But she, she also she led Blanca to believe Dre did it as well. Right. But she doesn't think Blanca, she doesn't think Blanca believes her. It's far-reaching. She doesn't think Blanca believes her. I, I don't, the only reason she goes back to try and set up Q is because she she doesn't know that Tariq pretty much pinned this, like pretty much pinned Sax to the wall. It, it was they didn't they didn't do a good job of of, of doing it because it made no sense. And to me, no, that made not. they kept on talking about the last whatever the, whatever the, what's her name Courtney. She said the last forty five yep. whatever she said was some of the best writing I ever did. I was like, if that's what it was, no, that was horrible. You need to retire. You never need to write again because it was stupid. Tasha has never been so dumb to make this rookie mistake. Like I said, then it then it made with with a uh, ghost called her uh, what he called her half brain half smart chicken head a hundred percent true because it it made no sense because she had no means to set him up. She just and then the dumb thing was it couldn't have been him because he was buying a Red Bull. I mean, I'm glad he covered his own butt. He wasn't an idiot and covered his own butt because he finally thought it was suspicious 
that this woman is telling him to park on the side of the road while she go confront her husband and then her husband dies and all. But Tasha, it, it made no sense for Tasha to try to set you up to begin with. So I, I, I already lost it when that happened. I like I said, I think it was her. I I think it was her way of just like this is the last loose end because she she doesn't you know she doesn't know that they're gonna look into they're gonna pin it on Dre. Like that's the only as to me as dumb as it kind of was to a lot to not at least tell Tariq. That's why Tariq looks legitimately shocked because in his mind, it's like, this is going to fall onto Dre. You know what I'm saying? This is going to fall onto Dre. That's why he looks legitimately shocked when they bust through and say that, yeah, no, you did this. Um, but I did love the instant karma of uh, <laughs> her trying to set up Q and immediately you being like, Nope, check these cameras. I thought I might need an alibi. I'm glad I was right. Um, so I I understand the general anger, but at the same time, it's like while some of it is is dumb, like I don't think it was I don't think it was that much of a betrayal of the writing. Um, mm. I think this was just like oversights that they didn't they didn't they didn't explain clear enough because um, this all kind of like rushes at them really fast. Like everything happens super fast, which this is one of my hangups with it. It's just like there's no you know this wasn't properly laid out yeah like even for an hour and 20 ep- long episode it still felt rushed this yeah. high episode was very rushed yeah and even more to the point that like just last night she strikes up a deal to get this kid into college this morning he sees his mother get arrested and he still went to college he just went to school come on man. that that's the weirdest I, Bruh, I don't even even if he was would still go to college or whatever there's no chance that his mom gets arrested that morning. He still goes to campus and starts signing up for classes. Right. Taking pictures, getting pencils and everything. Got his own single dorm room as a freshman. Middle of the semester. We don't even know the time frame. And he just got his own single dorm room with his dad. Ain't no damn names on the door in college. What is class? Supposed to be some private school, so. It wouldn't shock me if they they no. did it up for that. But man, uh, they full get, of shit, man. We get her version of the uh, the Viola Davis. Um, oh, she took her wig off down and, and all that. <laughs> Very Which dramatically. Was a change of play. It was a good change of pace for this character who who we're we're used to seeing, you know, made up and yeah. dolled up all the time. Um, I don't know what what the deal was with that that Tina Turner outfit she had on. Uh, oh, that white. First day at work. Yeah, I was yeah. like, "What the fuck, you going to work, girl?" I don't know where she was going to work wearing that ugly outfit. Right. I'd have made so, it go home and change. It was a, it was a cool little parallel, um, of them, you know, being introduced to their new surroundings. Yeah. So she's in jail in the red jumpsuit. Uh, Tariq is in college, and that's it. That's it. That's where it ends. Yeah, we. To me, just very unsatisfying finale. Uh, probably one of the worst series finales I've ever watched. Not good. Not at um, all. Not not a good finale. What do you think about the little um, prequel at, in the middle of the credits that with got Young me Tommy? Excited. Young, and I I love how they all the white. You ever watched Shameless? Of course. Uh, no, I haven't watched Shameless, but as soon as I saw it, I was like, "Of course, Young Tommy had." Had right, but that's, that's, of course he did. So on Shameless, the dude that played Young Tommy is his name is Carl, and he's uh, very much like a Tommy through some, not through the entire series, but uh, he has this arc in, in a 
Because they in in uh, Shameless, it's, a, it's about a poor white family and they live in the south side of Chicago. But he has this this um this arc somewhere in the middle seasons where he's like a corner boy. So he got he had those same like on the show Shameless, he had those same cornrows. Uh, he, he like talk like he from the hood. He's selling drugs. So it was funny that they had him playing that role. So it's that's the same. It's the same actor. It's the same actor. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Oh wow. But yeah, I I really dug this. I dug the way it was shot. It was bright. It was colorful, and I got this. Actually, made me feel good because I was like, I'd watch this. Right. This is actually what I wanted from at least one season. Like that's how you stretch. They could have stretched this series out. Give us one season where we just kind of get the uh, the early days. Um, but I'd you might see it. that. You might see that. That might be a part of um their universe. Yeah, the rise of the, the rise of the Canaan one. Which is going to be a prequel, Crazy I believe. Game. Yeah, um, I, I'd watch this. I would totally watch this. Um, and as as excited as I was, immediately after this ended, before they start showing the stuff in the prequels, and and we'll get to that. Um, <clears throat> and actually, we could kind of use this as a segue into uh, what what I felt about the episode and the, and the series. Um, I got mad. I got mad because this was this was not a good ending to this series. Um, to even even to set up the next series, like this, just plain wasn't a good ending. We spent six seasons following the exploits of game of James Go St. Patrick, um, his shortcomings, his victories, his failures, and the 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 last few episodes. Like it not only did it do everything it could to to try to make you hate this guy unwarranted, but it's like we I didn't I felt like the series was based around him like technically the series ended at episode 10 because that's the last bit of character stuff we got with him. So if anything. Season 10. With the exception of Tommy's episode should have been the the series finale and then you should have just gave us these episodes as bonus episodes to start you know laying the groundwork for the prequel mm-hmm. because like i felt no connection to to james to, to ghost he's the star of the show you know what i mean and like this episode the last episode complete like it, it completely betrayed him and his story like i didn't feel like justice was served for him or against him I just felt like he was just kind of there. Like he was a, a tool used to set up these next stories. Mm-hmm. And like, that's just, it's just not, that's not satisfying. That's not, that's not how you end a series. Um, especially when you're going to call the next one ghost. Yeah. We just really got no real resolution to, to the character or anything. So it, it didn't make sense to me. It was, it was a, a very poor way to wrap this up. Um, and I, I mean, I honestly think it was a poor way to set up the sequel. Cause I'm not really that interested in seeing Michael Rainey Jr. or Therese character to do anything. I don't really care about him. Um, I, I will be interested to see what they're gonna do as far as adding Mary J. Blige and um, Method Man, who's coming on, and how they all gonna tie into each other. And I, I am curious to see what ultimately happens to Tasha. Cause I don't know if they, I don't know. If they don't say she's convicted of murdering him. They just, she, they just have her arrested. So is she on trial? Is she gonna? Is that gonna be kind of her role in? Ghost Book 2 is her fighting the case or is it she legitimately going to be in jail 
and then just kind of be like a, you know, like how does she influence her son from a jail cell? Is she just like his advocate? Is she just like his confidant? Or are they going to like find a way to get her out of jail so she's running the streets with this man? So, I, I, you know, I get all I, I say all that to say, I just said I'm not interested in the sequel, but then I just have all these questions about the sequel that I'm probably going to have to watch to see how it turns out. So they may have pulled me in, but yeah, it was horrible. I, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not going to say I'm completely off board um, because I'm not. Like, this, and it's, it, it's partially... I I appreciate the um the ambition to create a whole uh, a, a whole universe around this. I I totally create like I totally appreciate the ambition, especially for something that's a show that's been heavy in black culture and it's it's going to go down as something important in black culture, especially in media. Um, so I appreciate that. This series they they ended this series badly. You know that that's just how I feel like. The, this the ending of this for the flagship series fell flat mm. um it, it was i mean i asked the question last week are they gonna throw it or are they gonna run it and they they passed it and it's like i'm not gonna say it was intercepted i'm gonna say it ended in a draw i'm gonna say they tied the game up and that was the end of regulation um because I don't feel like this was, I don't feel like it was a super L, but it definitely wasn't a win. This much is certain. Um, Indeed. Trash. I, I am curious to see what, uh, what, what, I think more than anything, I'm, I think I'm more interested in, in what Mary J. Bridge is going to bring. Um, I think, I think they're going to go the, the unbeaten path and make meth like the, the uh the role model figure i think they're i'm thinking they're gonna go the opposite direction and not make him a street dude i think they're gonna make him like a a guidance counselor or something he's a lawyer oh well the shady lawyer he's like a new proctor shady then yeah i think he like the new proctor never mind um i i'd like to see the return of effie yeah maybe effie is working for mary j blash right i i'd be fine with that um and i hope effie's first question is how is this idiot already in college <laughs> um and i hope they i hope they spend their time trying to jam him up because he he's pretty much on his own yeah i feel uh, like that's gonna have to be sax role like why else include sax if sax is not still trying to chase down maybe trying to because he couldn't get the father he's trying to get the son like what else possibly what was sax involvement be in this series it's it's probably that because they they obviously haven't um Close the the Raymond Jones murder, right? Well, so we probably haven't seen the last of Blanca. Um, maybe Yaz will get some lines <laughs> if we ever see her again. If we ever see her again. But so, like, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm in, but unfortunately, because of the way this ended, I'm, I'm cautiously in. Gotcha. Well, at least we don't have to wait too long. Yeah. Apparently, it's supposed to come back this summer. Yeah, I think it was. I remember seeing a few things like kind of already semi-set um, some set photos. And yeah, they're filming. I know they're already filming. Yeah. So it's supposed to be back this summer. I don't know if that means like early summer, you know, June. Because Ghost, I mean, not Ghost, uh, probably used to come on like in June. So maybe this this series will come back around June or July. So and, uh, we'll have to we, wait and see. We get the announcement that we're getting not just one chapter, but uh, what was it? Three more? 
book, book two, two is Ghost. Book three is book Canaan. Three is Raising Canaan. Four is the influence. Influence, is it, which is and the Tate five. one. And five is uh, I forgot what it's Force. called, but it's Force, which is the Tommy one. Yeah. I don't so, know when they're all gonna come out. I don't know if they're already greenlit or is this just ambitious thinking by like Courtney and to expand this universe. Um, of those, I would like to see the prequel. The Canaan one, whatever, what is it called? Raising Canaan? Yeah. And I would like to see the Tommy one. Right. So I think, um, I'm out on Tate. I don't care about Tate. I think I'm only interested in Tate is because every now and then I can get behind a, um, a bit of wordy, dirty politics. Um, I think, I don't know if you ever watched Scandal, but I think, nope. I think, um, I think, I think Tate's. Is uh, it's their version of scandal. Oh, okay. It's gonna be a lot of it's gonna be a lot of dirty politics. Um, it's Tate, so it's gonna be some sex, mm-hmm. um, and just shady stuff. Who knows? Maybe his brother comes back into the picture, um, which I I did enjoy that dynamic. Maybe, okay. maybe we get the uh, so more of a, like a political thriller kind of thing. Yeah, as, as opposed yeah. to a street show, right? Which is which will be good as a change of pace. Um, we'll see. I mean, I, I just don't resonate with Tate enough to kind of watch a show that's based around him. That's fair, and it's and it's partially because they didn't they they didn't use him that often. So yeah, they didn't develop I him totally enough that. to make him me think that he's deserving of a spinoff or, or warranted of one. And of course, I you know I watched Tommy. That Tommy one, man. Even though I feel like yeah. he got away too easy or too light, oh, he definitely got away too easy. Whenever but that ends, he might get his man. He better die in a horrible, horrible manner. Right. Um, sax two, sax, yeah, sax two, like they they, when this is all said and done, those two can't live, right? Like it's period, they cannot live. Um, so we'll yeah. see. I mean, all yeah, in man. all, a disappointing this last episode, but I, I mean, I'm interested in how they expand this universe a little bit. So I am gonna be counseling stars, but I will. If I can't get somebody else to hook me up, probably bring it back at least to watch. I'm going to watch the first couple episodes. I'm going to give them three episodes of this Ghost Book 2. Well, I'm going to give them four episodes because you got to pay about a month. So I'll get a month of episodes. And then once that's over, if it's trash, I'll just go ahead and cancel it and then don't worry about it. Am I going to do a recap show? Mm, I don't know. We'll have to talk about that later. All right. Any final thoughts to the people? Um, thank whoever you know. Thank well, my bad. I didn't mean to cut you off, but thank everybody for taking this fifteen. I know we got to the power recap game late, but thanking this fifteen episode journey with us. Yes. Uh, it's been a pleasure working with you, my brother. Uh, yes, as with you, keep the consistent. I'm glad we could keep the consistency going. We didn't miss an episode. Uh, we didn't shortchange you. We gave you lots of long, detailed thoughts and feedback on 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 particular episodes, even the ones we didn't like that much. Um. Uh, so, appreciate working for you, man. I mean, working with you, my man. And I appreciate the opportunity to uh, come on board with this. Um. I, yeah, I definitely had a blast with this. Definitely enjoyed it. And um, this was this was definitely dope. This was definitely fun. Uh, just, just awesome. Um, and I I will be definitely watching. Uh, I do it my best to to begin, uh, this series. Um, I'm pretty sure with our group. I already know. I, I'm already calling it. Like a bunch of them are gonna try and say that they're not on board. They're gonna be on board. People will watch. Um, they're gonna give it a shot because yeah, they're gonna want to talk about it. 
Um, so I'm going to I'm going to do my best to give it uh, a, a nice shot. Uh, thank you all for for riding with us. And um, I'm going to take a second to give a, a special shout out to um, and that just goes to show how loose we keep it with you guys, how we keep it with you guys. This is actually supposed to be the sponsor for this episode, but um, I had so many thoughts on this uh, particular episode. Uh, big shout out to DJ FAB. If you are in the D.C. area and you need a DJ, um, be sure to hit up DJ FAB. He is on Facebook. He is on Instagram. That's DJF.A.B. Um, if you need to email him for bookings, be sure to do, uh, email D-A-E-R-E-A-L. What? I can't spell. No, I can't spell. I, I bear with me, folks. I try to get D A R E A L D J F dot A dot B at gmail.com for bookings. He does it all weddings, uh, bar, <laughs> birthday parties, bar mitzvahs. He, he need to get a shorter email address, though. He, he That's does. long as hell. Yeah, it is a little long. But, but uh, uh, yeah, know. book that man. He is a you know quality DJ. We not just say that because he's a friend. But yeah, I've, is, I've seen him DJ a bunch of events and he he dope with it. If you're in the DMV area, be sure to lift you know to look him up and uh, have him come do your party. Um, but yeah, um, this has been a fun ride, and I I don't I hope it's not over. Um, I want you guys to hit us up and tell us you want us to tell us tell us to do it. Hmm. Tell us to go ahead and and do the next uh, the next book at least. And if not, we'll see. But um, we may we may we may pop back up for one of our uh yeah, we'll our collab with some other stuff we'll collab with some other stuff i'm bringing back my podcast once again now that this is over i'm officially changing on the pop stuff to my new podcast i've been promised this forever but i feel if i i'm never gonna do it if i don't do it so i don't know when probably in i'm gonna wait one i'm gonna wait to april probably in april because the matter of fact i'm gonna go in april april because when we go to when we go on our trip in april that's gonna be the first episode of the new podcast Okay. We're gonna record down there, then we gonna that's gonna be that's gonna launch. And then after that we can be rocking. And then between then and then I might just jump in and talk about shit if I just want to talk about it on the solo type of thing. I I'm I'm starting to, to realize that like stop taking this stuff seriously. It's not a paid job, it's just a fun hobby. And just start talking about stuff. Have fun. What's the worst that's gonna happen? Exactly. Um that being said, I'm about to go full force back into my uh solo podcast and Always looking for guests and things to talk about. Off the Clock Podcast, O-F-F-T-H-A, Clock Podcast. Um, you know where to find me pretty much everywhere. Uh, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, under the same name. And uh, one more time for the get down, I am one of your hosts, Triple D. And, of course, across from me, as always, is... The man that hates Tariq. Fuck you, Tariq. <laughs> this is Carlos D. Saying so long. Oh, man, I hope... I hope he uh he fails his first few classes. <laughs> I hope he graduates with a two point eight and doesn't get the money. All right, how we'll see he, you guys. How Peace. did he get in college? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Love you guys. All right, bye. <laughs>